Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast, the last episode of 2021. I can't believe it. We are almost to two years of the podcast, which is honestly hard to believe, and I'm so happy you guys have been um, with me for this crazy journey that I've been going through the past couple of years. Um, It's such an honor and a privilege to share my life with you guys, and I'm always, always, always so grateful for it, and I'm so happy that this is kind of the episode we're ending 2021 out on because I think this information is going to be really important going into 2022, um, us reflecting on relationships, romantic and friendships, and really what's serving us and what's not serving us. So I think this episode will be super helpful and will be really helpful with manifestation and, you know, all of those things. So really excited about this and Christina is so amazing. You just, from being in her presence and I'm sure you guys from just hearing her voice, she is a woman, you know, on mission, on purpose and just so in alignment. And we talk about this in the episode. She is so in alignment with her truth and her gifts and her life and is really selective about the people that she allows in her life and yeah just who gets access to her energy the food she eats all of those things so she can be the truest purest most um highest self version of herself every day you can really hear that in the episode and i'm just so excited to hear it i also listen to an episode with her on Kelly Tennant's podcast, which I had her on the show. And I'm going to link the episode with Christina on Kelly's podcast in the show notes as well, because um, that episode is absolutely amazing. And I recommend listening to it after you listen to my episode. And Christina has a book coming out soon. So definitely get your hands on that. Because I think this really has the power for to transform people's lives radically through manifestation and basically rewiring those limiting beliefs in our life that hold us back. So I'm really, really, really excited for this episode. We talk a lot about breakups because we both are going through a breakup and yeah, I just wanted to say that... (laughs) Um, you know, these podcasts aren't like recorded one day and then they come out the next day. Sometimes that happens, but not usually. So this episode was recorded two weeks ago and a lot has happened in my life since then. A lot always does. My life moves very fast and yeah, I don't really feel the same way about my breakup and my past partner as I did two weeks ago. I feel very, very differently actually and I will talk about it on next week's episode and um, definitely next month and into next year. The themes that came up in that relationship will be discussed a lot because it's very, very important that we talk about these things. Um, so I just wanted to caveat it with that. I think Christina's advice and everything doesn't really change at all. Um, just some of the things I'm saying, I'm like, wow, that is not my truth anymore. So I just wanted to say that you guys will know more eventually life is crazy how much it just changes. Um, 
yeah and as far as a life update and a business update and all the things as far as a life update I literally the past couple days I'm, I'm also a little sleep deprived but other than that I feel like I've been in this like vortex the past couple days and weeks of so many crazy truths coming to the surface and I, I feel like I'm in this like kind of portal and this energy of I literally I don't know what 2022 is going to be like I don't know where I'm moving. I don't know what's happening, but like a lot is happening really fast. And I feel like a lot is happening at hyperspeed and I want to um, lean into fear and avoid it and all those things. But it's like, I'm just choosing to strap in and go along for the ride of this kind of crazy journey that I think the next year will take me on. I, I think it will be a year of more financial security and abundance and peace. Um, but I also think... I will be called to follow things that scare me, as I always am. So definitely in a very weird energy the past week has been very, very crazy in my life. And like I said, I'll talk about it more on the podcast soon because a lot of it is very intense and I think it will take me a little bit of time to process and to kind of share openly about that. Um, I think as of this week, there aren't really any more readings left, but... For the first week of January, I'm going to keep the price at $33 for these 30-minute readings. January, the end of the year, is the perfect time to kind of get a reading to know what to focus on and how to um, integrate your energy for the next year and be really clear on what themes and what things are coming up for you. So I'd love to support you in that way. DM me if you want to do the the 33 price instead and I'm going to change that on my website as well for the first week of January so you can book there as well that's really the only thing I'm offering at this moment but in January I will be doing um, exploration coaching calls with clients to see you know who would want to do a six month or a year container with me kind of discussing themes of aligning your life with your true self and letting go of limiting beliefs and you know, manifesting a life that feels good for you, all which is super related to today's episode. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, the last thing I'll say for my life update is happy new year. If you're listening to this before 2022, I'm going back to Boston on a train, which all of this feels very deja vu of last year. Cause I spent new year's day on a train almost all day last year too. Um, but it feels really aligned and right. And I'm really interested to see how Boston will feel to me now. I think it'll still feel dark and negative, um, but I'm excited to see my friends. I'll update you guys on how that goes next week because this past month and two months and years, year has been the craziest time of my life, but I don't want to wait any longer. I want to get into the episode and I'm so excited for you guys to hear Christina and I hope you all buy her book and listen to her podcast and do all the things because she's the real deal. I don't even know. I don't think we talk about this in this episode, but I think there are a lot of coaches arising or people in spirituality that there's just a little bit of something off. And Christina is not all that way. She is a real deal, intuitive channeler, healer, and so aligned with her purpose and her mission. And it was such a privilege to have her on the show. So a little bit about Christina. Christina is an intuitive channel, celebrity healer, and the founder of a high 70 energy healing. She has been featured in top publications such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, and BuzzFeed, 
and is the host of her own spirituality podcast of six plus years, Christina the Channel. Christina never believed in spirituality or manifestation until she reached her breaking point with multiple chronic illnesses, which led her to discovering energy healing and her intuitive gifts. By age 25, she had fully healed and built a seven-figure business with the help of divinely channeled messages, energy work, brain rewiring, manifestation, and her background as a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Christina has transformed the lives of thousands and businesses by helping people expand their perception of what is possible, tap into their intuition, and master the energetics of their health, relationships, and businesses. So, so excited for you guys to hear this. I don't want to wait any longer, so let's get into the episode. So the first question that I ask everyone, because it's the Finding Your Freedom podcast, is what have you been finding your freedom from lately? (sighs) Lately? (laughs) Lately, I think a couple of things. I feel like I'm always going through transitions in, in my business that allow me to step into my next level of freedom. I think that's that's a process. And for me, just different versions and iterations of my business and realizing that there are places I want to go that I wasn't letting myself fully before. Um, And as we discussed before we started recording, I'm going through a breakup. Well, I broke up, my partner and I broke up a few weeks ago and I well, we can, we can get into it if you want, but I have so much love for him. At the end of the day, it just wasn't the right fit. And I had to really honor my intuition there. And since releasing that relationship, so many things opened up for me and I found a new sense of freedom because I you know, really only had to focus on myself. And I realized all these places that I was using the relationship as an excuse to not do this or not do that or not say this or not say that. And these were things that I just wasn't even realizing until I finally released the relationship. And so I feel like I've, I've really stepped into a new energy since releasing that relationship. It was, it was incredibly difficult. And obviously there was that period of, you know, feeling the feels and and going there, but I feel like, and you know, a lot of my friends have said, you just have this new light to you. And, and I've used that word. I said, I just feel, I, I feel free. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I felt trapped before. Cause I, I was very happy in that relationship. Um, but it was really where I was holding myself back, you know, it was really me holding myself back and, and navigating partnership without compromising things I wanted, which is a learning lesson for me and really speaking my truth fully. Um, and so obviously I've learned a lot from that relationship and reflecting on that and realizing the places that I held myself back. So that's really, I feel like right now it's super relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And hearing you say that it it's, 
I guess, like given me a sense of gratitude of being in that relationship with some sort of like a safety blanket in a way. And it was a really happy relationship and we were aligned in a lot of ways, but there were so many things in my life that I was just not addressing because I was sourcing safety from the relationship versus creating it in my business and in my money and like in my own life and not being in that relationship has also given me the space to look at that and I think hearing it from your perspective as the person that that broke up with someone too it also like gives me a sense of understanding and love and gratitude for my past partner of like maybe he needed to honor that in himself so he could fully focus on what was right for him and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like you never want to be the reason that you hold someone back from their fullest expression and potential. And you never want someone to be with you when they're having to stunt their intuition that it's not right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so funny. I'm like, when is the breakup going to come up in the conversation? And then like the first question, I'm like, hello, breakup. Let's talk about this. <laughs> of course. I, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's just really relevant right now, as we were talking about, a lot of people are going through this just I mean, I've never seen so many relationships ending at, at, at the same time, you know, within the span of a few weeks. So it's super relevant for a lot of people and for people, maybe, you know, they're not experiencing that, but I've also seen a lot of long-term friendships for people start to unravel as well. We're just splitting off any energies that aren't going to serve us, you know, moving forward into 2022, which is going to be a really powerful year and really prepping us, I feel for, for the following year, but any of those frequencies that aren't aligned with what we're you know, stepping into and, and the highest versions of ourselves are going to dissipate. And it's always hard to see it in the moment. Right. And I mean, I had this conversation with him and I said, I know you can't see this right now, but big picture, this is going to be what's best for both of us. And, you know, he doesn't see it that way and that's okay. But I'm kind of used to being that person because, you know, what keeps me grounded is, is my spirituality and the things that I know about how the universe works. And I know if it's not this, it's something better. I know that if it's not aligned for me, it's also not aligned for him. And I think about how I was feeling where there was still always a piece of me that was like, this isn't right deep down. And if I was on the other side and I knew that the person I was in a relationship with felt that way at all, I, I, wouldn't want them to be in a relationship with me, you know, and a lot of this comes back to self-worth and it's like, we all deserve to be a hundred percent in with someone and to have that person also be a hundred percent in with us. Right. And I told him that I said, I'm not a hundred percent. And like, I love you too much to stay in this when I know I'm not a hundred percent, you know? So it, it, it can be difficult, but I've just learned too many times I have to I have to honor my intuition. And for me personally, just with my relationship history, that has been kind of the theme for me of I've never, my breakups are never like, oh, we get in a fight or something. Nothing happens. You know, it's more of, I really care about this person and they're amazing, but there's just something not right. And on paper, it looks amazing, but there's just something off. And I've been in that situation before and, and ending it and then wondering, did I make the wrong decision? You know, but I have to listen to my gut and it always sorts itself out. And 
again, like I, for me, it's really amazing to see previous partners moving on and finding someone who they're, they're so in love with, and it is really the right match. You know, and I think that's really important for people to, to remember if it's an, if it's not an alignment for you, it's also not an alignment for, for the other person, even if their ego is telling them it is. And that has been core for me in guiding my decisions and really honoring my intuition and giving myself permission to honor my body, to honor my intuition. Because if it's a no for me, even if that other person says, no, we need to engage in this. I know that at the end of the day, what's truly for my highest and best, like coming from my soul self is also for the highest and best of everybody around me. And really integrating that, like not just knowing it intellectually, but knowing it in my body and choosing from that place has been one of the most liberating things for me. Oh my gosh. This is like, so, this is so healing to hear you say this right now, because like, I feel like you were feeling exactly how my past partner was feeling. And I just like wanted to keep making it work. And he just had this little part of him that was like, this isn't right right now. Like Mm -hmm. this is, I don't, I can't be in this right now. And like you said, it's like the person on the other side wants to convince themselves, but if one person isn't a hundred percent, it's not right for the other person. And I went through so much when I felt like it started to become unequal and that's not fair. That's not fair to the other person, like you said. And yeah, I think it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm always surprised by the people that I bring on the show that they, they tell me exactly like what I need to hear in the moment. It's so funny. (laughs) It's never, it's never a coincidence. I mean, I, I love talking about relationships, you know, for me with all of my, all of my work with clients and, you know, I've focused on, on health, on business. Like those are kind of the outward focusing things like intuition. But at the end of the day, the real conversations I'm having with everybody all the time are about relationships because that's like core to us as people. And that's usually at the root of people's stress, what they're thinking about, what they're craving, right? Cause we're craving connection or craving to be seen. So those are the conversations I really have most often. So I do, I, I love talking about it, you know, so much. And I think it's really cool. You know, we were kind of in opposite positions, right. And to kind of just, uh, you know, see the other side. I think these are super valuable conversations to, to be having and to kind of just get that other perspective and you never know, right. It's like that, what, what I have learned, and this goes back to manifestation. Like I just had this conversation with a friend this morning, we were on the phone and she's like, I just don't understand your life feels like it's so fast. Like it moves so quickly. Things just change shift. You call this in, you're just hyperspeed. And I am, I am. And the reason why I'm hyperspeed is because I'm really good at letting go. Like I'm not pushing for speed, but I'm really good at releasing. I've gotten better and better at that over time because I have learned that every time I release something that's not a full body, yes, something better comes in because I'm making that energetic space, right? And so what's the fear of breaking up for a lot of people? Ask yourself that, right? When we're afraid of releasing something, what am I actually afraid of? For most people, deep down, it's what if I'm alone forever, right? And just bring that to the surface. Because when you say that, you're like, okay, well, that's not really true, right? All of those little limiting beliefs, when you say it out loud, you start to realize, okay, that's not, <laughs> that's not my soul self clearly, right? That's my, my ego that's scared and that's fine, but let's bring it to the surface. And that's, that's just not the way it works, right? If it's, if it's being released and it was that close, it was such a great relationship. It was that close. That just means you're so close to the next person who's, who comes in being your hundred percent, right? Because it, you just get closer and closer and closer. And 
when it gets released, now you have space for the next person to come in. And like, I just feel like, I mean, your next person is going to be so expensive. Like I, I, I literally feel him. Like I, I feel him. He feels very, um, he feels very like sad, like Sagittarian. Like he feels, he feels very like, like, um, sorry, I'm just kind of going off here, but he feels kind of nomadic. Like he feels expansive, kind of like writer artist sort of energy, if that makes sense. That's, that's so funny that you're saying that because I've been like, I've been like in that headspace of, I'm not going to find anyone else or, you you know, all those thoughts of like, I'm going to die alone now. Um, and you're like, that's a crazy thought I'm having. Um, but I was thinking like the type of person that I want now is very specific. And like, I want a person that is also a creative entrepreneur that wants to like move around the world. Like he is, that is an artist that is like a, like a writer. And, um, yeah, I, I've only like been with one guy that was a Sagittarius and it, it was, I very much liked the energy. He ended up having other problems, but, um, yeah, that's super yeah. interesting. Um, I mean, he might not actually be a Sagittarius, but he has that kind of energy. It's mm-hmm. exactly what you described. And that goes back to like manifesting relationships, right? You went through this relationship that taught you so much and, and shifted you so much. And in the releasing, one of the gifts was I'm so clear on what I want, right? I had the same experience where, you know, after this breakup, my friends were like, you're so like calm. Are you worried? Are you going to date? I'm like, I'm not worried about it at all. I'm literally so clear. Like, I know exactly what he's going to be like. I know exactly what I want. I used to think I knew what I want, right? I, I attracted in this partner. He was exactly what I had on my piece of paper, like to a T, but I hadn't, I didn't have enough experience to know really what I wanted at this different stage in my life. Right. So every single relationship we go through is teaching us all the things we need to know so that we're prepared to call in that exact match. Right. So that relationship was so beautiful and valuable and and the contract was fulfilled to complete. And now you have this, this clarity about who he is, right? What you're worthy of, what you deserve and what you're, what you're calling in. It's not a question. It is a knowing I'm clear. And the universe hears that. And that clarity is what makes you so magnetic because why a lot of people don't attract things in is because they're they're unclear. They're wishy-washy one foot in one foot. I think I want this. Uh, And actually I want that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can, if I can get that. Well, yeah, I want this, but maybe he doesn't exist. Like that's all wishy-washy energy. And the universe is like, be clear. As soon as you're clear, you are supported, right? So when you're clear on what you want, and then you release anything, that's not exactly that. This is how you make things shift really, really quickly. And this is how you become a super, super magnetic. So I'm really excited for you. I feel like six to nine months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Super. This, this is all, I don't know. This is all super interesting. And like, I, I think it's really inspiring how good you are letting go. Cause I think I've gotten better over time, but this has been like a really hard letting go of process. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting because like the biggest part that's been confusing and also good is that I feel so different after this relationship that before, you know, I was doing the whole 20s thing and going on lots of dates and having like casual sex. And that was that was fulfilling for me. And now it's like I want like sacred union, like I want a real partnership. And it's like I haven't like fully integrated that like want and desire. And I'm like, how do I show up now as that person 
because I, I used to never understand people that like wanted a relationship, which is so funny to say to me now that I just couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're at a different place, you know, and this might be controversial, but I believe uh, that monogamous like sacred union is like, you know, it's one of the highest spiritual forms, you know, sexuality is a fast track to spirituality. If it's, if it is in a sacred energy, which most people have no idea what that looks like or what that feels like, or what that is, you know, and I I'm in a similar space, you know, I used to not be super discerning with who I exchanged sexual energy with, you know, before this last relationship. And after this last relationship, I'm in the same place where I'm like, no, I'm literally just going to wait until I meet that. I, I know he's coming and I'm just going to wait. Cause I, <laughs> you know, I, it, it doesn't even feel, uh, fulfilling to me. And I'm sure you're in the same place, right. Just as you've shifted so much, you know, in your spirituality and in your, in your sense of self, and you're just at a place where like, I'm not going to lower my vibration for anything that is non alignment with like me fully being seen, right. Me fully being received like that, that, energy of, of love. Right. It's like just going on dates, you know, I think that there's, there's fun in that, but then I think, you know, it's common for people to reach a certain point in terms of vibration of, I need stuff. I need something deep here for me to even like care about going in here because I can give all this to myself, like all this, all this extra stuff, like I can just give to myself. So I need somebody who's actually expanding me, supporting me in, in my evolution. Um, so I think that that's, that's, uh, you know, kind of a common thing to go through and it's, it's a good sign because you've, you've really like integrated the lessons, you know, and what, what I'll just say, because I think this will be supportive for people listening. I know a lot of people struggle with releasing things and I get it. <laughs> I get it. But part of unpacking that and shifting your relationship with that is just asking yourself, what is my relationship with letting go? What are, what do I believe it means about me when things end? And we have all of these stories that we've taken on that aren't even, aren't even our own. I think a really common one is if something ends, that means I'm bad, which just simply isn't true. Right. And so the way this comes up in, in the book and the way the guides describe it is when you read a book, when you finish a chapter, do you get upset with yourself and say, oh, I finished a chapter, it's done. No, like you got the information you needed for the next chapter, right? To build upon that. When you finish a book, when you complete a book, do you get upset with yourself that it's over? No, it's an accomplishment, right? It is a graduation, right? It is, wow, I I learned all of this knowledge and wisdom. I've shifted through this if you've actually integrated it, right? Um, And with that, you know, going a little bit further, you could read a hundred books. Is that really an accomplishment if you haven't actually absorbed or integrated any of the information, right? Where the real accomplishment is, is I, you know, I completed this and I actually learned from this and, and took something from it and I've integrated it and I shift because of it. So my point is I would start to explore like, what stories do I have? What limiting beliefs do I have around endings themselves? And you know, what might I subconsciously be believing that means about me? And is that really true? Because a lot of times when you just bring that to the surface, what are my beliefs around this? We realize, oh, I don't even, I don't actually believe that that was just something underneath, right? Because we know that if a relationship ends, we're, we're not bad. It's not a failure, right? It's the same reason why a lot of people, you know, in business, this is a great example, like for entrepreneurs, people just keep going and going and going and pushing. And, you know, there's a level of determination and and persistence that is 
great for entrepreneurship and required. However, there's a point at which you have to just realize this is so out of alignment and you're trying to force something that's out of alignment. It's just not going to work. And it's actually protecting you. And you're making things way harder for yourself. Like the universe is trying to redirect you. And when it feels like flow, that's actually when it's in alignment and that's how you're going to get to, to where you want to go, you know? So these are just some things to unpack. I would say around, around letting go. And, and again, going back to what are my fears around releasing this? Because when you can bring those to the surface and really face those, now you start to see what stories you've built up in your head and that probably a lot of them aren't actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm like, as you were saying that, thinking about my stories and thinking of, uh, yeah, it's like not wanting to let go of the future that your mind saw you having with this person or also like, he was one of my soulmates or like these types of things. And, mm, and I don't know. what if, what if that future was a possible timeline, but what if the universe is setting up for something so much greater? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm going to get to another question from this, yeah. but, but it's just like so much on my mind today of like, part of me feels like he was like my, I think we have multiple soulmates. I don't think there's one soulmate, but I think part of me thinks he was one of my soulmates, but he's like not ready to be my soulmate. And like, he could be my soulmate in a few years, but he only, if he picks the timeline of growing into my soulmate, but if he doesn't pick that timeline, then we won't have a future at all. Mm-hmm. Which Totally. And that happens, that happens quite often for people, you know, that happens quite often for people of like, there's sometimes a splitting and it's, we have to choose, right? Well, like we make the choice. Am I going to go into this, you know, journey of, of personal development and self-work. And, you know, if it, I truly believe like, if it's meant, if it's meant to happen, like, I mean, you can't miss it. Right. So it's meant to happen. You, You will reunite and probably, you know, both be different people. And then you look back and you realize, oh, we both really needed that time, you know, because I I do think that with certain parts of spiritual journeys, like there are just some things that are really hard to do in partnership. Like there are just some things that are really hard to do. And I mean, I'm kind of grateful that when I was going through the, the bulk of it, I was already single, you know, but I see this with a lot of people who really struggle when, especially, you know, if they're, if they're married and they're trying to go through this journey and it can be very, very difficult. So I, I totally get that. But, um, you know, I think, you just, you know, he's either going to choose to step into that or the universe will push him there. And you see where it lands, you know, in a couple of years. Definitely. And learn as much as I can along the way, but kind of going back more to like your story. And as we can tell now, like you're an amazing manifestation queen channel, all the things, but yeah. How did you get here? I know you started out kind of like in the nutrition world. How did you kind of start pivoting into like channeling and like all of these things? Yeah. So I, I was pretty, I was, you know, really intuitive as a kid and a lot of what I saw overwhelmed me, scared me, didn't make sense. I got in trouble for it, you know, at the classic <laughs> and I, I didn't know what it was. You know, I thought everybody had these experiences and I, I also felt like something was wrong with me. So I tried to shut it off, you know, uh, which really was just, you know, I didn't really know how to shut it off. So it was me just holding on to everybody's emotions and all the energy in my body. And I struggled with, um, you know, pretty intense anxiety and depression for really most of my life until I was about 21. And you know, tried all the things in that realm 
and really wasn't getting anywhere. Uh, and then, you know, I, I was also having a lot of physical symptoms in my body because I was storing all this energy. When I was in college, it was basically I had a trigger moment and my body just kind of shut down. My digestive system stopped working. I wasn't absorbing food anymore. I lost about 50 pounds in three months. I was 70 pounds. My organs started shutting down. I was seeing every doctor and it just kept getting told. We don't know what's wrong with you. You know, I was doing every test. I just kept getting told basically I was going to die. And I'm to this day, I'm very shocked at honestly, how insensitive a lot of those people that I saw, uh, were, uh, I also obviously along the way met some incredible people, um, incredible doctors, but, you know, I feel like it was my therapist really during that time that kept me grounded and I felt very isolated and it was the darkest, darkest part of my life. Um, it was, it was really dark and I hit a certain point where I just woke up one day and I, well, I hit a really, really low, low and I was about to commit suicide. And, um, I basically asked the universe for a sign and I got one. So I said, okay, you know what? I am being such a victim here. I am waiting around for somebody else to save me. And I can't do that anymore. Like I have to do this for myself. And I realized how intensely, like my whole life, I was just in this energy of like, I hope somebody loves me enough to care. And that, you know, turned up as really like victim energy. And so I said, you know what, if no one else is going to fight for me, I'm going to fight for myself. Right. And it was, it was all really twisted. Anyway, that led me to, you know, the research hole on the internet. And I was like, I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to heal myself. I'm not giving up on myself. So I went deep down that rabbit hole. I found, wow, there are so many other people who have similar stories to me. I got really into nutrition, lifestyle changes, meditating, yoga. It was a huge shift. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm 20, 21. Everybody around me is, is partying, you know, and I'm, I'm obviously doing the opposite and I became a completely different person. And through that experience, I realized you know, so many things, one of which was I'm not living for anybody else anymore. And every single day I need to prioritize my joy because there was about a year where every morning I woke up and I genuinely thought like I, it could be my, my last day. Um, and cause that's what the doctors were, were telling me, you know? So anyway, that led me to becoming obsessed with all things, holistic health and wellness. And through that process, my body healed, um, my body healed. I got back to a stable weight. I could go back to school. And then through that, I, my health was kind of going up and down. I was having some weird symptoms and that kept going on for a while. Um, I hit a place where I was just so frustrated because I was doing everything right. You know, I was, I did so many protocols. I was taking all the supplements. My diet was squeaky clean and I was still having symptoms. I just, I was a total burnout. Um, I just shut down my whole business at that point. I had, you know, started, I had built up a practice of other people with chronic illness and, and gut issues and amenorrhea and all that stuff. Um, then my doctor at the time told me to go see a psychic. I saw her. She was incredible, probably like one of the most incredible intuitives I've ever met for sure. And she changed my life. And after that, it was kind of like this cascade of sign after sign after sign. I got a dream to become an energy healer. Cool. So I started studying it. I ended up, um, you know, I had somebody come who I thought she was going to do feng shui and she ended up 
telling me that she was a Reiki master. So I was like, you know what? I think you're supposed to be mine. So I studied with her for about six to eight months. It was a really great spiritual mentorship. And through that, that is when a lot of my gifts just started opening up. Energy healing was the first thing I ever did that, you know, I've always been like type a perfectionist, high achiever, like never gotten an A minus in my life. Like so OCD, but I worked really, really hard to be really good at things. And energy healing was the first thing that I had ever done that I was just naturally good at. And I didn't have to try. And it just blew my mind. It blew my mind. It was a totally different vibration. It was just flow. I was like, whoa, things can be this easy. You know, it felt like a cheat. So I uh, was kind of always, you know, integrating that I had a, a practice in person for energy healing. Um, and for all my clients, I was using that, like we were doing energy work in the containers, but it wasn't something I was really publicly talking about. So I was doing it for a lot longer than really anybody like knew about on my, you know, blog podcast, which had grown when I was in college, as I was sharing my health journey. And so everybody just thought it was very nutrition based. Um, and then I kind of just naturally fell into business coaching because everybody around me was asking me for it. And I ended up just spending more of my time doing that than the other stuff. And I was like, I like this better, honestly. Um, so I did that, uh, (laughs) at the same time, you know, I was really into brain rewiring and I was, as I was doing brain rewiring, noticing all of this manifestation stuff. That's how I got really into manifestation and really uh, another kind of angle of spirituality. You know, I was doing my energy work and working with energy body and, um, you know, all the psychic stuff, but then the brain rewiring stuff really took the manifestation to, to the next level. And I started to like teach these things and utilize those principles with my clients who were struggling with their health because the type of person I was working with was the person who had been to a gazillion doctors sick forever. I mean, there's nothing I was going to tell them tangibly like about their diet. They didn't already know, like these people knew what they're doing, had been on every protocol. It was all energetic at that point. Right. And then also with people's businesses. Right. And just, and really realizing and, and trying this for myself around when I was really working with the energy of my business and manifestation, things were so easy. Things were growing exponentially. I mean, I was 10 Xing my business within like six months. It was, it was insane. I was like, this works like this works. And I feel like there are so many people right now who are grinding so hard. And I felt so trapped for so long. Like, is this really my life? I'm just working hard every day. This is awful. Is, is this really the point? You know, and I had struggled for so long. This is at the root of my depression with this existential crisis of why am I here? Why, why am I here? What is the purpose? And every therapist I would go to see, they just kind of don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. And I'm like, this is the question I need to know. Right. And so I was finally like, uh, getting closer, getting closer to that. So anyways, I was doing that. And then when quarantine hit was when my channeling kind of went next level where it was, I've, I have very strict boundaries and very in control, but I had been getting nudges that I really needed to go deep into spirituality, like more publicly. And I was kind of avoiding them. I was, I was avoiding them to be honest. I'm like, I built this amazing thing, love my life. Nothing's wrong. You know, nothing's wrong. Everything's great. But I felt this deep down thing. And I felt like I was living a double life of like, I have this whole thing going on, you know, with, with business and, and the podcast and whatever. And then after hours, I'm over here just like channeling spirits and doing all my downloads and astral traveling. And I just was like, Oh, I love this. I love this frequency over here. And it got to the point where the guides were just kind of coming, like coming in when they weren't supposed to be. And they were like, you can't avoid this anymore. You know? And I went through this whole ego death. I went through a huge ego death there and I was looking through for validation. So I went to go see all my, you know, trusted other 
intuitive friends, coaches, and everybody was like, you know, just Christina, like you need to do this. <laughs> you need to do this. Um, and it was just, I think it was really hard for me because I had built this intense identity around being the type A overachiever. I was supposed to be, you know, the doctor, the lawyer, the, that kind of energy. And suddenly I'm like, I'm a, I'm a trans channel. Do you know how like off that is from that timeline? And it was this whole identity thing. Right. Um, and then I just hit the point where I'm like, you know, Christina, this is like every other time, just surrender to it. And this is where the magic happens you know? So if I've been manifesting in all these incredible things, and this is where I'm being nudged to, even though it's uncomfortable, it's clearly part of the path there, you know? So I just kind of decided to, it was an abrupt shift, but that tends to be how I do things. I just kind of abruptly shifted everything. And I'm like, look, this is how it's going to be. Um, and you know, was liberated in, in that process and not everybody wanted to stay, uh, (laughs) in my ecosystem, which was, totally fine. You know, it really allowed me to see who my, who my real friends were. Um, and yeah, since then I've just kind of, you know, for me, I think I have a very grounded approach with all of this. And I, there's that piece of my personality. That's like, well, why is this valuable? You know, like how, how can we actually use this information to help people improve their lives? And, you know, I struggled for so long and I, I, have worked with so many people struggling for so long. I struggled with my mental health. I've been, I know what it feels like to be in that cage, you know, for so long, I struggled with my physical health for years and trying everything and, and just like literally thinking I was going to die, you know? And I feel like, you know, there are tools that people don't know about, or people aren't utilizing fully that can help them heal. That can help them create the businesses of their dreams. I can give them financial freedom that can allow them to attract in the most aligned relationships these are the things we need to be taught. And we're, we're taught that it all has to be hard and, and painful. And there is this glorification of the struggle and it doesn't have to be that way, you know? And I think it's, it's getting to a point where people are getting pushed so deep into this. This doesn't feel good. Like intensely, this doesn't feel good right now. We have to look at the other way of doing things, you know? And so for me, understanding energy and how energy flows has been, so freeing and allowed me to create so many incredible things in my life. And I'm not some magical unicorn. Like we're all multidimensional beings, right? Like we all can do this. It's just recognizing and tapping into your innate power. It's the same thing with intuitive gifts. It's not something you don't already have. It's just, how do I like quiet all of the ego noise and all of everybody else's noise and and tune in and hear my intuition. It's not that it's not there. It's there. We just haven't been listening for a while, you know? So I have just, I have seen this magic in my own life again and again. I have seen it with countless clients and I, I want more people to know about it because, you know, for me, I think about just any single client who comes in and they might be totally new to spirituality and i just give them some simple things to do. And they come back and they're like, holy shit, that worked. Like it just came to me. I'm like, yeah, it can, it can feel like that. And I just have so much immense gratitude every day because I'll, you know, in the morning I'll like go on my walk. And I always think I'm like, I'm so grateful. Like my life feels like a dream, like all these random signs, synchronicities all the time. Like, that's just how it works. That's just how it flows. And I remember, you know, for so long, like, I remember like one specific conversation with one of my therapists when I was like 20. And I remember telling her, I'm like, this is, I just think I'm going to be one of those people that never is really happy. Like, I just think that's just how it's going to be for me because I see other people and I can tell they feel happy and I, I could feel happy for a moment, but there's still always a dark cloud above me, you know? 
And I just, at that point was like, I think I'm just going to have to surrender to like, this is how I am. And I really believe that I didn't know I could feel a different way. And it's the polar opposite. And I want everybody to know that they deserve that. And that like immense happiness and joy and flow is available to you. You might have to release some things and and make some shifts uh, to align with it, but it, it is so worth it. So that's kind of a little bit about my story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are so many good um, points and like lessons in that. And it just makes me think of how so many of us, when we get into spirituality, it's, you know, it's either through like chronic physical illness or mental illness or both of them. And it, I don't know, it made me think of like Kelly Tennant's story of chronic illness and like Jordan Younger and all these people that um, really had to struggle physically before kind of like getting into this. And my, my journey was more of like an intense mental health struggle that got me into this, but it's, it's so, it's so interesting, like what pushes us kind of into spirituality. And I remember I was following you from kind of some of the beginning. I remember the rebrand and becoming like Christina, the channel and like all of those things. And, you know, people call it coming out of like the spiritual closet, which is so funny, but, um, yeah, it, it is really hard, especially talking about channeling and things like that. I feel like I very much like ride the line of like talking about that, but without being like, I'm astro traveling and I'm talking to these aliens. Like that's like a whole nother level of coming out of the spiritual closet, I feel like. And um, I totally relate to the whole ego death of letting go of like the doctor, the all of these things, because I I had one of those this year of letting go of um, being a doctor and a researcher and spirit throwing huge boulders at me that I was supposed to have my own business and, you know, teach science and all these things in my own way and not fit into this box. But it's really hard to let go of that, that ego and that truth when you've built so much of your life around that. But like you said, it these are the tools that everyone needs and it's, you know, we live on a planet with a lot of like asleep and unhappy people that are so disconnected from their truth and their intuition and um, the tools of manifestation where it's like they don't even realize that everything they need is here and is available to them and there's a different way to live. And I definitely resonate. I was listening to one podcast you were on and you were talking about how many like signs and synchronicities and everything that you see all the time. And I feel like I tell people stories about my life and also the speed it moves and everyone's like how do all these things happen to you and I'm like I don't know <laughs> alignment alignment that that's it it just start it just starts to to flow you know and and you know what I want to say related to that because this is really important like you know I something that has really helped me is just realizing like I'm from the future like if I'm the trailblazer, like if I'm bringing in the, the new perspective, like, which I'm here to do, you know, it's like, in all my charts, it's like, well, you're going to bust some shit open and like really trigger people. And for me, I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to own it then. And if I know I'm from the future and like, like bringing in things that people have forgotten that we haven't utilized before, like, I'm just going to have to accept that if it's new for people, they're not going to be used to it. Right. So it's like bringing in, you know, new system structures, like for you, when you're talking about like teaching science in my own way, like that's what we need. And that's just the future of where things are going, you know, and we might start these things now or sharing 
sharing information now. And maybe right now, you know, there are many people who are very ready for, for weird stuff. And there are also people who aren't, but in five to 10 years, like (laughs) the people who are sharing it now are going to be like really the experts in the space. It's like, Oh, you were ahead of it. You were ahead of it. And anybody who's ever, you know, created anything that was super paradigm shifting in a positive way, everybody thought they were crazy at first. And for me, I just was like, you know what, that's okay then. Because like, I know my truth and the most important thing for me just in my life, it's all about what's most authentic for me right now. And anything that's not authentic or like really living my truth, it's, it's painful. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for me and my body. I just can't have it. And for me, that was why that was one of the reasons why my physical body was one of my biggest signs, because, you know, I can be so damn stubborn. I can be so damn stubborn and I can fight like my brain. Like I can fight my brain really hard, but when it's my body, like my guides will be like, we have to shut your body down or you don't listen to us. Like you just don't listen. And, you know, and I've noticed this to this day. It's like, you know, my, I'm so grateful that I'm, I'm healed and feeling good. And like, that's really not part of my life. And then sometimes I'll have like a couple of days where all of a sudden I have all these symptoms come back. And I'm like, what is this? And my guides are like, you're not doing it. Like you're like, you're off, you're off track, you're off mission because they know that if my body has really bad symptoms, like that knocks me out to the point where I'm like, I have to listen. I have to listen, you know? And so if, if, if you're supposed to wake up and like really ascend, like you'll be pushed there and, but it'll, it'll be easier for you. The journey will be easier to you. If you just surrender to it earlier on, embrace it, go into it. The more you resist it, 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 you know, you get pushed deeper and deeper, but this, that's one of those examples, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, like it's really hard to see it in the moment. You know, I think about like some of my darkest times and there's no way I could have, I could have seen it then, you know, I was like, this is the worst looking back, like, oh man, that's, that is, those were the biggest gifts. That is what taught me the most. That is what made me me. That is what, that is what aligned me with my purpose because I, I get it. I feel it in my body. I like, I have this fire in me to help other people not feel that way, you know? Um, and people, people are ready for this, you know, more people than, than you think are having really weird experiences. They just don't know what to make of it. And they feel really alone. And I felt that way for a long time too, you know? So I think that it's so important that we're having conversations like this and that more and more people are sharing their experiences, um, and, and their innate wisdom and the things coming through for them and just offering it, you know, and if it doesn't resonate with people, that's totally fine, but there are people who, who are ready for it and they're going to be really grateful for it. Definitely. And I I love what you said about like being someone from the future. I feel like when I was like my most depressed, I was of course questioning my purpose, but like the quote that I kept like repeating to myself is like trying to remember exactly what it is, but it's like, it's no sign of health to be like well in a profoundly sick society. So I kept just like reminding myself that there's there's all the reasons to feel like what is going on in our world today is fucked up and wrong. And that like someone has to be the, like, if I feel so wrong, like I need to be the person that's speaking out about what is wrong in all these areas of our lives because other people are awakening and feeling that. And we've gone so off course, like as a society in so many ways, like we need as many people as possible speaking about this and working towards making a change because like we're like, we need a sharp U-turn in like so many ways in our society. Um, 100%. But (laughs) kind of going from that, I would love to hear like what, as far as like channeling, like what, 
what kind of is your process and what is kind of like the 70 um, high healing and I'm not sure if like I've talked about this on an episode before but like kind of the difference between like 3D and 5D and like what are you know what are these realities and what are these timelines and what are these things that we have access to that maybe we don't understand yeah we have access to all kinds of stuff (laughs) you know so and it's it's revealed and it opens up exactly when it's supposed to be you know when we um when we're ready which we're seeing on a planetary level right now right really information is being released because we're finally ready to see it you know so all of this stuff that we don't like i mean the truth the truth is rising you know for for a reason because we're ready and we weren't necessarily ready before you know and that's also like when you start to feel like things are falling apart in your life you're having all these intense realizations that don't feel good it's because you're ready it's because you're ready to make a shift you know so um okay i'll i'll start with channeling i suppose um so my process with with channeling um i channel in a few different ways so the i would say most okay so there are different versions of it right so trance channeling for me is when i basically like step aside and let the entity use my voice and speak through me so i have videos on youtube if somebody's curious um where, and you can tell my voice kind of changes. I'm just like, my experience during it is it's kind of like, you know, I'm off, I'm off in space and I'm kind of having this whole conversation with the being up there. And so I, I get the gist of what's, what's being said, but I don't know exactly the words. So I'll have to listen back and know exactly what was said. And so they're, they're using my voice. You know, there's a lot of energy moving through me. I'm, I'm moving a lot. Um, you know, a lot of people might be familiar with like Abraham Hicks, of course, um, Bashar. So those are examples of, of other channels who channel similarly, I think, although I think it's slightly different, but yeah, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of going into a trance and stepping out and letting them speak through me. Um, another way that I channel is really just aligning with the frequency and I'll still kind of be here, but what's coming through is just pure flow. And I don't even know what I'm saying. It's them speaking through me. And that, that is like pretty often, you know, I'm, I'm channeling more than I'm not. I, w- I would say in, in that aspect, and that's really like letting my higher self come through. Or if I am in a session with a client, as I'm talking, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just letting their guides or wh- whoever I'm communicating with that entity just speak, speak through me. Um, and then another way I channel is, um, with writing, you know, so I, I with the book, it's a similar process to when I'm speaking in trance channel, but, I, instead of speaking it, I let them take hold of my hands and my hands are just flying and I have no idea what I'm typing. I mean, I, yeah. Uh, and you know, I look up later and we have 10,000 words, right? So that, that is really cool for me. That's how I channel with writing. And then the last thing I'll say is, you know, I, it, it's tuning in psychically, you know? So it's, I, somebody might ask me something and I'm tuning in. I'm just, I'm explaining what I'm seeing. So I'm channeling the information that way. So those are some different ways that I channel. Definitely. Yeah. Interesting. I like, I feel like I've never specifically talked about channeling on the podcast. And I, I feel like when I'm on the, when on, on, on solo episodes or when I'm interviewing people or when I do tarot readings, like it's not, it's like definitely my higher self speaking. Like I never, I never prepare for solo episodes. I just like get on the microphone and speak for 30 minutes. And then I'm like, what even just happened? Um, <laughs> but it's so funny because it's like, I think in not defining it, I was like, Oh, channeling sounds 
I don't know, crazy or like whatever <laughs> we think it sounds like. And it, it takes like a lot of, um, I don't know, self-trust, self-assurance to just like step into, to step into like fully being like, yes, I'm channeling these different beings and these different things. And um, you don't really have to understand it, but just listen and see if like practically this is helping you. But I'm super interested, like I know you developed like the 7D, like a high healing, like how does, how does that relate to channeling? Like what type of kind of energy healing is that? Yeah. So it works similar to, you know, other hands-on forms of energy healing. So somebody's familiar with Reiki, it's a very similar thing. It's just a different frequency of, of energy. So it's a different vibration. So Reiki, um, works in the 3d Rahani works in the 5d. I know there are other types, you know, I'm just a few. And then a high is, is 7d. And, you know, for me, it was a whole other process journey of, I was going through that personally where, you know, my Reiki had helped me so much with my body and how I was feeling and clearing out emotions. And then I just hit a point, you know, through my spiritual development where it just wasn't doing anything. It just wasn't doing anything. And And it became very clear to me, I need a higher frequency energy because my vibration has shifted. Right. So I'm like beyond that. And I know a lot of people have been experiencing the same thing. And I was talking to some of my friends who had the same thing. And a lot of healers are naturally kind of upgrading their, their energy anyway, you know, so it doesn't all have to have a label to me. It's like, if it works, it works. Right. Um, but you know, I had this whole experience where basically I was attuned to and downloaded a high 70 energy healing. And the guides all told, like told me, you know, this is anchored in the seventh dimension. Um, it's a higher frequency form of energy that's going to really assist people in all the DNA activations we need right now. And a lot of the healing that we need to shift our physical bodies and really helping us to shift our physical bodies and clear out the emotions, helping people unlock their dormant DNA. Um, and it was just very like, this is time relevant. Like this is what we need to help us transition to the new earth. And what's great about a high is it upgrades itself. Right. So I have gone through a number of initiations, right. So the energy is continuing to upgrade. So I'm not feeling stagnant anymore. Um, and in terms of like how it feels, the best way I can describe it is Reiki feels like a warm blanket. You know, it's, it's a high, because it's a higher frequency, it feels like sparkly clouds. Like it's, it's just a different frequency, you know, um, that's a lot more potent, works a lot faster. Sessions are shorter, can move through a lot of things really quickly. Um, and you know, it's, it's more, it's more intense, um, than, than lower frequency, you know, forms and all of it's super valuable, you know, all of it's super valuable. It's just a different vibration, but it works very similarly. It can be sent virtually or in person, um, where the practitioner, you know, utilizes certain symbols and, and starts to channel the energy, have it move through them and they direct the energy. Um, you can use it on, on yourself or if somebody wants to be trained to be a practitioner and send it to other people. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, holding your hands on or above the person, same way you would with Reiki or any other type of hands-on healing and sending the energy. So you're acting as when I'm sending a high, I'm acting as a channel for the energy to flow through me. Right. And there's all kinds of cool stuff that, uh, you know, I can do with that. For me, I really like a lot of the physiological stuff, really like rebalancing nutrients. I've, it's been super helpful for me with like hormones and, and and things like that. Uh, So I like the physiological stuff, a lot of DNA upgrades. I have, the way I look has totally changed since I started working with this energy. People tell me that all the time. And I have seen it 
myself. Um, it's also, you know, how I unlo- have unlocked a lot, just a lot more with, within myself, intuitively, psychically, more of my gifts. Um, you know, I do it for all the daily energy stuff, you know, clearing out my energy body, releasing things that aren't my own, cutting all my cords. Um, I use it a lot for manifestation. Um, I use that energy to really align myself with the frequency of what I'm calling in. So there's all kinds of cool stuff that, that you can do with it. You know, I do energy work on the consciousness of my business. It's really helped with my business and getting clarity with my business and and next steps. So yeah, there's so much you can, you can do with it. Um, and that's a little bit about, about a high. I love it. (laughs) It sounds so interesting and it makes sense that as we upgrade, just like working with different higher frequencies and different dimensions and, I just have so much more I could talk to you about, but I know we're getting short on time. So to kind of end off, I wanted to ask a little bit about kind of, I think we kind of already touched on manifestation, but a little bit more about like the brain rewiring part of that as like we end, because, you know, I have a master's degree in neuroscience. So I'm just super interested by the intersection of like science and spirituality. And I, it seems like you are too. So I'm just really curious to kind of hear about you know, your approach to brain like rewiring and manifestation and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're probably like way more, would be able to be way more scientific about it than me, you know, but I was always curious in that, like I studied psychology and then took a lot of like neuroscience classes as well. So I was very interested in the brain. A lot of that was at the time because of my mental health issues, you know? Um, so I kind of have that background, but you know, my, I'm not super sciencey. Like I'm just, that's like hard for me. My brain doesn't work like that. And so uh, the way I teach around brain rewiring is not super sciencey, you know, um, it's more around like at, at its core it is shifting subconscious beliefs and just understanding, you know, we have conscious beliefs that we're thinking about. And then there are all these subconscious beliefs that are like 95% of what's really going on. Right. So you can keep saying your affirmations every single day and nothing's shifting because you haven't gotten to your underlying beliefs, right. The things that, that are really deep down all the conditioning. Right. So the like high level with brain rewiring is, is first of all, like, let's identify, let's, let's well, first put, put our bodies in a parasympathetic state because we can't shift anything until we're calm and like in the state to actually rewire. Right. So getting our bodies there and then starting to give ourselves space to explore what some of these underlying beliefs are, which can take time. Right. But if you just have a couple of the limiting beliefs, which the way I teach it, I have a list of things for people to start with because like potentials of like, Hey, look through this list and notice if any of these beliefs come up for you. If you're like, Oh yeah, I do kind of think that deep down just to give people somewhere to start, because I find that with rewiring and bringing up subconscious beliefs, like it doesn't happen all at once. It's just, you kind of learn what to do when you, when you can identify one, but identifying one that's really affecting you, you know, like it could be something as simple as like, I have to work really hard to make money. The harder I work, the more money I make, right? That's a really common one for people. When you start to really shift one, there are other related ones that just naturally start to shift as well, you know? So it's not like every single limiting belief that we have, we have to like take all this time to to shift. And so the way that um, I like to do the rewiring a couple of ways, if I, if I can work with somebody energetically, I like to just shift that, um, using high, cause we can do that really quickly, which is super cool. Um, but also for more consistent rewiring, 
there are daily meditations that, that I offer, um, that just allow for that consistent shifting into, into the new belief, um, because the, the consistency is, is really key there. Um, so with the rewiring, you know, in manifestation, this is like, so in the, in my book coming out, you know, the bulk of it is around programming. It's around programming and identifying your limiting beliefs and offering alternatives. Because the reason why most people don't call in what they want is because they don't believe it's possible, or they think this is how something has to be. And we've already limited ourselves by like, oh, I've already decided what my realm of possibility is. Right. So the question is, where have you already decided? Where have you already decided that you can't get that thing? Where have you already decided that you can't make that much money? Right. Where have you already decided that people aren't going to accept you? Or have you already decided people are going to judge you, right? These are, there are so many places that we just already decide for other people. And who are we to do that? That's me just limiting myself, right? If I'm going to decide for somebody else and also unfair to the other person, like I'm not going to decide for you, right? I'm going to give you an opportunity to choose. So the bulk, you know, so much of the book is around recognizing your programs um, and those subconscious beliefs and offering alternatives. And how do you start to shift that, which I really think is there, there's consistency. And then of course, like working with your subconscious, if we can get into theta state and rewire there, right. You can use meditations right, right before you go to sleep, right. When you wake up, there are certain times you can do it at, um, that's all helpful, but I've seen people rewire even, you know, without, even without all that daily work, like if you have, if you have a really great coach, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of people working with coaches. Like, I just think it's been the most transformational thing for me, having somebody who can keep reflecting back to you, what your limiting beliefs are, because you can't even see it. And then offer another perspective is invaluable, you know? And for me, I think that's, that's one of the most, um, powerful ways to, to rewire, you know, you can hypnotherapy different ways to rewire the brain. Um, so there's not one right or wrong way. I just think people should follow what really resonates with them. Um, but it's, it's core for manifestation because, you know, the universe is going to support us in our beliefs. (laughs) So if your beliefs are that it's not possible, right. I'm expecting somebody, I'm expecting abandonment. I'm expecting rejection. Well, that is what you are attracting in. And that's how you're vibrating, right? If you're vibrating with fear, you're going to attract in more of that. And so when we can start to rewire these limiting beliefs that are beneath the surface, you notice that your entire vibration shifts. Like you become so high vibe, happier, just naturally, because you've cleared out all of those, those heavier frequencies in your body. And when you start to vibrate so high, you just attract things in left, left and right. Right. So for me with manifestation, I really believe in like this, this root cause work, this root cause perspective where it's really in other words, like really going into your personal development, spiritual journey, really doing the shadow work, really like rewiring these subconscious beliefs. And as a byproduct, you naturally attract in the things you want. Like if you're going about manifestation with your 10 step process, that's like, it's like trying to lose belly fat with just doing crunches. Like it just doesn't work. Right. And so I think it's just so much easier and you're, you're happier overall. If you, if you actually get to the root of things and then all you have to do is shift your awareness and things, things come in. Right. So we've both talked about how things just come into our lives all the time. And I don't have to like do some whole process to manifest in something I want. I'm vibrating at a certain frequency. And I kind of just like either direct my focus or just drops in for me because I'm already a vibrational match. And that is what makes life super, super magical. So that's, that's a little bit about like my approach there. Definitely. I was going to say like the, 
that brought up for me, like the climate of my mind, like the thoughts I think on a daily basis compared to like three years ago, the thoughts I thought on a daily basis, like the climate of my mind is completely different. And the alternating thoughts of like abundance and like possibility, like those are the things that circulate in my mind now. And it's like such a different environment. And I was going to say to one thing to end that like the face thing. I was going to tell you that when we first started recording that I noticed that your face has changed a lot and my we're, my face has changed so much in the past couple of months. I've I've noticed as I do podcast recordings and I'll be like looking I'm like my face shape is completely different and mm-hmm. yeah, I've never talked about this on the podcast, but I think the face thing is like a really interesting like visual representation of like I feel like it's just a representation of like higher alignment of and like purity like purification kind of in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could talk for millions more hours and I have so many other things I want to ask you. So I'll definitely have you back on, but just want to give you a chance to promote whatever you want to promote. When's your book going to come out? And thank you so much for coming on. This has been so amazing. And I know I'm definitely going to want to do a session with you after this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm so, I'm so glad we could do it. I would love to come back. Um, and yeah, I just love this conversation and you know, if anybody wants to, to connect with me, everything's just at Christina, the channel on Instagram, YouTube, my podcast is Christina, the channel podcast, um, Christina, the channel.com. That's where like all of my stuff is. <laughs> so, uh, I would go, I would go to my website and just explore over there. Um, I'm really excited about this book. It's called Manifestation Mastery, and it's a completely channeled text all about how the energetics of attraction really work, right? So really how to make manifestation your lifestyle, how to manifest, how how to work with the energies all around you and, and shift those so that you can attract in what you want. Right. So it's it's very tangible, it's very visual. Um, I actually feel like it's more of a personal development book than a spirituality book. Um, which I'm excited about because I feel like it will just kind of open some doors for for more people. Um, but the the ebook is going on pre-sale on January 20th. And that's the day I'm trying to get everybody to purchase because I'm really trying to get to Amazon a uh, bestseller. And I'm just like openly saying that. So we're going to, you know, the ebook we're going to put on super sale. It's just going to be a couple bucks and I'm trying to get everybody to buy it on that day. Uh, so I can get to the top of that list, just being honest. Um, and then the actual book will be on sale on February 2nd. So that is when you can, um, you know, purchase, it'll be, be on Amazon and at other bookstores, depending on where you live. Um, but all of the information is at christinathechannel.com slash book. And that's where you can sign up for book updates as well as find out about all of the different freebies that you get. So I'm going to be giving out different bonuses, um, meditations, activations, bonus chapter, depending on like which day you purchase, if you leave a, an Amazon review. So that's a bit about, about the book. Um, and I'll obviously be blasting it like all over my social and all over my email list. So yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. You know, if, if you're listening and you're curious about it at all, just pick up the book, just pick up the book and just see how it lands. You know, it doesn't have to be your truth. It's just interesting information, but you, you might find a nugget in there that really changes your life. So yeah, I hope that, I hope that people, um, can get their hands on it. And yeah, I'm just really grateful for, for the opportunity to come on, on your show and and connect. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're so welcome. This this has been so fun. And yeah, thank you for coming on.